Thanks for downloading a 3CR podcast. 3CR is an independent community radio station based in Melbourne, Australia. We need your financial support to keep going. Go to www.3cr.org.au for more information and to donate online. Now stay tuned for your 3CR podcast. Freedom of Species would like to acknowledge the Wurundjeri people of the Kulin Nation, who are the traditional owners of the land on which we broadcast today. We pay our respect to the elders of all of the lands on which we meet across Australia. To Freedom of Species, we're a show that brings animal advocacy to the airwaves of 3CR Community Radio. You just heard Sally with Out of the Pan, her interview with Victorian trans pioneer Julie Peters on her show, Mutton is a New Lamb, a trans demythology. Um, so if you are listening live and you've just tuned in or you listen to the podcast version, make sure you check that out. And all Sally's show, you can check them out via the 3CR website and also search Out of the Pan on your favourite podcast app. I did also want to mention um, on our show today, we're going to be playing a little bit of um, stand-up comedy about challenging transphobia within, within comedy stand-up specifically as well. So that should sort of flow on quite nicely as well. On the show today, I am joined by Lottie. Um, again, welcome back to the show, Lottie. Hey, thanks for having me. And for the first time on the show, welcome to the show, Hayden. Hi, thanks for having me. And on the show today, we're going to do something a little bit different. Um, it's going to be a vegan version of the podcast um, Off Menu with Ed Gamble and James Acaster, which is a podcast that uh, I enjoy. And, and Lottie was the one who told me about this podcast. Um, and yeah, I guess this this sort of uh, episode came out of a previous episode me and Lottie did a while ago with Meg, um, which was called Being the Only Vegan at the Dinner Table, Exploring the Social Aspects of Veganism. Um, and actually, on, on a little side note, uh, it's our most listened to episode since 2019 for the show. So there you nice. go. Uh, I, I do think that sort of social side of veganism is, is really important. So I'm glad that listeners were, were keen to hear about that. But um, yeah, I'm not sure this was a long time ago, Lottie, but do you remember sort of our conversations at the end of that show that kind of led us down this road? Or if not, I can... Oh, no, no? actually. No, so basically we were talking about like, what do you do with the fact... It's kind of like being vegan in a non-vegan world and every you know comedian, actor writer whatever you you enjoy their work that they're most likely just because most people are not are not going to be vegan and kind of how do we deal with that I guess Um, yeah yeah yeah. I remember now yeah Yeah, exactly and I guess just like taking taking joy in what you can and there will always I guess you know there might be things that kind of upset you to hear about if if it doesn't align with your politics but I guess like if you can things that don't upset you you don't need to make them upset you I guess like you you just need to like deal with the fact that not everyone out there is is has the exact same politics to us and um and yeah I think you can kind of but then there are still ways to kind of um seek out things that that align with your politics or maybe like think about things in new ways um that to to kind of like give you a new um 
yeah, perspective to make it kind of like match with your politics a bit more. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, we've um, me and Lottie have done that a couple of times. Actually, we did a, a little that was on my podcast actually rather than this show, but like a vegan tasting thing, which was kind of not like in response to, but there was actually uh, me and my partner Katie enjoy uh, the podcast Freedom. Um, it's a comedy a comedy podcast, and they did a like M M&M and M tasting thing, which we kind of enjoy, but it like somewhat takes away from it the fact that, that it's not vegan. Um, so we did a vegan version. So if you want like a comedy podcast about food, if you want like a, a less funny but more vegan version, somewhere there are people to go to, I guess. So, <laughs> yeah, I think so. Yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, Hayden, I guess listeners haven't heard you on the show before. I wonder if you wouldn't mind talking a little bit about, um, to introduce yourself to listeners, I guess, in terms of your journey and thinking around animals, whether you like your, your philosophy around animals or behaviours and actions, whatever you like. But um, yeah, a bit about how you've kind of changed your thinking around animals over the years. Yeah, um, so I've actually been a lifelong vegetarian. Um, as a child, I was very put off by the smells, sights, all of that kind of thing around uh, meat. Um, I think because of that, I still cringe every time I have to see, like, you know, if you see those ads for, like, butchers or lamb or something like that, and you see, like, the knife slicing through it, I always, like, um, can't deal with that. But, yeah, so I think it was one of those things where I just, you know, was put off by it uh kind of my whole life and so growing up it was just kind of a a nice easy transition into kind of uh seeing the animal rights perspective um and so for a few years now I've kind of been uh vegan in my own home but like socially vegetarian um and then yeah in about about 12 months ago I had a a run-in with the police where they kind of uh took away this this homeless guy on completely unjustified grounds and it kind of made me think kind of in the sense about how I don't like that we can do that to humans and then be like, oh, well, I don't really think that we should do that to animals either. So I should probably not continue to be socially vegetarian and just be strictly vegan. Mm -hmm. Um, So yeah, I just kind of saw it from that perspective of being outraged at the injustices against people and being like, oh, well, I'm pretty hypocritical if I'm going to perpetuate that on animals as well. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Thanks for that. And yeah, I think a lot of the uh, me and Lottie and also, yeah, lot, you know, I think across Freedom of Species hosts, I think that connection between human animals is a big, uh, like that human animal oppression is a big sort of concern or sort of approach that, that we all have. Um, and yeah, I, I was going to say as well from listening to Off Menu, like I think that you know, when non-vegan products come up, it's like, I'm not outraged and you you kind of can't be constantly outraged um, because it's just not a good way to live. And it's just kind of like, okay, well, that's a, a, like a, the non-vegan world we live in. And like Lottie said, um, yeah, on that show, the the social aspects of vegan show, it's like, rather than go, oh, I'm so outraged this comedian is not vegan or whatever. It's like, isn't it great that this musician is vegan or this band, like, kind of celebrate that there are some. And actually, I found out we're doing rotation straight after this, a music show, and I found out um, Keshi, who's a musician um, I was kind of aware of through other bands, but um, Hayden sort of let me know about his solo stuff as well, but he's vegan, which is kind of like a nice, nice surprise to know. Um, but, yeah, I was, I, I guess... To follow on from um, a show me and Lottie did a while ago as well, is there anything else you want to talk a little bit about in terms of, like, prefiguration, I guess, Lottie, in terms of, like, imagining the world that we want to see in terms of doing this show? Um, I feel like I talked about it last time, but Hayden had some thoughts about prefiguration to kind of add to what we talked about last time. Oh, so yeah. if you want, do you want to 
talk about, I guess, like what you would have added on in that last discussion? Yeah, I think uh, my thoughts were just kind of around, uh, in terms of prefiguration, that it's kind of important, like, to kind of try and live a vegan lifestyle just because it seems kind of um, impossible for us as a society to move towards one where animals aren't commodified and aren't uh, treated as inferior if people aren't willing to live that lifestyle. Like, it's hard to kind of embody those beliefs if you're not living the lifestyle. Um, And, yeah, I think also just generally as well, like, I think Lottie talked about a little bit that prefiguration is important so we can continue to enjoy things like enjoy food and and do things like we're doing today where we can still like uh you know talk about how happy we are to be uh, like eat foods and cook things and everything um and i guess yeah i think that's important although i just also wanted to say that i don't feel like it's it's really a sacrifice like i feel like you're not really losing anything and as as we're talking about today, I feel like you can really veganize anything now. So I think, like, yeah, I think it's very culturally and ideologically important to free prefigure. But I think, yeah, you don't really lose out on anything by being vegan either. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. I think there's like I think there's a, a bit of a learning curve that people need to, to get through. Um, but then beyond that, there's definitely like, yeah, it it's really not a sacrifice. And I don't, I I think you know. Pretty much everyone who is vegan for ethical reasons, um, the ethical incentive is so strong that, like, you really rarely hear about people focusing on the sacrifice of needing to eat vegan food. Absolutely, yeah. And I guess I'd just say a couple of reasons, I guess, for doing this show specifically is that, in a way, veganism is a big shift. Like, I'd say one of the fundamental things is, like, as a society, the position where we're at currently is that it's okay to eat animals and slaughter animals, just a matter of how it's done, how big the cages are. But obviously, we're talking about empty cages, not just bigger cages. So it is sort of a big philosophical shift. Um, but in, in other ways, like Hayden touched on it, it's not such a big shift. Like we're, we can, you know, we'll eat pasta and pizza and whatever else. And it's like, and, and it's just a vegan version of those foods. So like, yeah, again, it is a big philosophical shift, but it doesn't necessarily have to be a huge shift in your sort of food, um, lifestyle. And I also, um, yeah, was recently talking to a colleague who'd been vegan during the lockdowns when there was kind of no eating out and that kind of thing. But then they were saying like, oh, they're a big foodie and they like eating out and that kind of thing. And so I guess like as much as this is about animals, we still need to convince humans to change their mindsets and behaviors. And I guess this show is showing that, you know, you can still be a foodie, definitely don't have to be a foodie, whether you're a vegan or not. But if you are a foodie, like veganism doesn't have to be in conflict with that at all. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I think that's maybe about all we um, probably have to say. Um, we were talking before the show that we were going <laughs> to, uh, we were all a bit worried about <laughs> spending the whole show setting up the show and then we wouldn't actually do the show. So, um, yeah, let's get on and do the show um, again, which will be in the style of off menu, but um, a vegan version. So, I thought because we are talking about food today, um, we're going to play the song Food, Glorious Food from Oliver. And I thought as a bit of a lead into our discussion, I thought we might um, talk a little bit about how we might veganize some of the um, some of the foods mentioned throughout the songs. Is it worth the waiting for if we live till 84? All we ever get is cruel. Every day we say our prayer. Will they change the bill of fare? Still we get the same old rule. There's not a 
You might have heard about the Community Radio Plus app, but it's only when you start using it that you'll wonder how you lived without it. You can listen to us wherever you are, at home, work, driving, on public transport, gardening, protesting, or even in the bath. Just search Community Radio Plus wherever you get your apps. Welcome back to Freedom of Species on 3CR Community Radio. Today we're doing a vegan version of the foodie podcast off menu. And yeah, we're going to get into our menu in just a moment. I guess just as a starting point to think about foods that people enjoy and, and how we could make them. Um, I guess I, I've got a list of some of the songs that were mentioned in the in their song and we might be able to think of some vegan versions of these. So there's some of the songs that were meant, uh, some of the foods that were mentioned were hot sausage and mustard, cold jelly and custard, peas, pudding and savoy, is it? Is that, I don't know, savoy? Oh, savoy, like, I guess. Like those hot dog savs. Perhaps, kind of yeah, and peaches and cream. Um, any any vegan suggestions for any of those, or if not, I've got a few ideas. But yeah, I think sausages are pretty. Mm-hmm. Vegan sausages are pretty easy to come by mm-hmm. um, in the supermarkets, like soy soy versions. Those yep. are pretty nice. Um, I had uh, my mum got a pretty good vegan cream from the supermarket really? the other day. Nice. I think the brand was called Loca. Uh, Loco. So that was really nice. Mm. So peaches and cream, pretty easy. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I was going to say custard as well. I remember being first going vegan or about to or in that transition to and having some not very good custard, like vegan custard from the carton from the supermarket. But this was like about nearly 20 years ago now. So um, things have definitely improved since then. But also, I guess, similar to what you both said as well. At the time, I was like, oh, okay, it's not that good, but like it's bigger than that as well. Uh, But since then, I've actually had some pretty good vegan custards, which are often just ones that are... Um, like the powders that you make yourself, then you just add milk and you can just add soy milk yeah. or whatever, yeah. you know, whatever plant-based milk you like. And, and they've actually been really good. Like they're not specifically marketed as vegan. They're just like the, the little sort of the base or the powder for the custard is vegan. Nice. Um, any suggestions, Hayden, there? Or? Yeah, Chuck, with your uh, vegan custard, the, the jelly I feel like you can do uh, using mm. a like an agar jelly. Like mm-hmm. I feel like obviously most jellies you get uh, – done with gelatine um mm-hmm. but like uh agar jelly which is from like i think it's a type of seaweed it makes like a a cool jelly so like when you get a lot of like the asian jelly desserts those are all made with agar jelly mm. yeah and there is also vegetable gelatin as well all oh, right uh, yeah know that. yeah uh like like if you say if you see gelatin you probably shouldn't assume it's vegetable but i have definitely seen where it's like a, a somehow i don't know how they make it but uh, <laughs> there's a, there is a vegan version of it as well um, I did. I did want to mention at the start as well. If listeners want to text in with any comments on our food choices or suggestions of your favourite vegan meal, whatever it may be, um, you can text in zero four eight 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 zero nine eight five five. One more time at zero four eight 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 zero nine eight five five, and you can save that number and text in to Freedom of Species shows and other shows across the three CR grid. Um, and yeah, I did want to mention as well, when we mentioned companies, I did want to just give a disclaimer that we will just due to the nature of this show, be incidentally mentioning restaurants and brand names for products and those kind of things. I just want to mention that none of those are, um, like paid or anything like they're just purely based on our own preferences. Um, and yeah, I did also want to say that I think the, 
like the show today will not be it won't maybe seem as political as usual but uh, i don't know if either of you are fans of broad city the comedy show but i've kind of heard analysis that on like a scene by scene or even episode by episode it doesn't necessarily seem particularly feminist but if you view the show as a whole it kind of seemed feminist which i thought was kind of interesting um right an interesting sort of angle and it kind of rang true with me from watching that show yeah um and i guess like a little bit similar to this show on the surface of it we'll just be talking about foods that we like but underlying it is is the politics which we mentioned um before but mm-hmm. yeah i guess let's get into it um I did want to say that on the show, um, off-menu show, they have a secret ingredient where if someone mentions it, they're kicked out. So we obviously, we're not doing it set up, we, we know, but I thought the secret ingredient, that could be any animal product, yeah. could be that, that should get kicked out, and yeah. Then, yeah, then, will, then, then you would get kicked out of the restaurant. So I thought that kind of works. Um, it can be kicked off the radio show. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, um, And yeah, I believe that... Hayden and Lottie maybe have two different meals. Is that right? Or you've narrowed it down? Oh, no, we just have one each for today. Okay. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. Okay. All right. Well, do you want to start things off with um, asking Hayden and Lottie? All right. So so we should probably start off and just say that the meal consists in the off-menu format. So they ask for, do you want still or sparkling water? Um, You have your choice of bread or papadums. Then you get a starter, a main, a side, and a dessert. And a drink. And a drink. Sorry, yes. Yeah. Yeah, okay. Well, we'll start off uh, by asking you, Hayden, would you like still or sparkling water today? I'm going to get sparkling water. Um, I think which is ironic because I would absolutely, this is my dream menu and I would never get sparkling water at a restaurant because I feel like the idea of paying for water is just absolutely silly. (laughs) <laughs> but since this is my dream meal and I assume I'm not paying for it, I will take sparkling water. Well, if you don't want to pay for it, then you're not paying for it, right? <laughs> yeah, exactly, it will, yeah. will make it so. Well, yeah. it's my dream meal, so if, if it's my dream, I wouldn't be paying. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if it's your dream, then we're all in a communist utopia where money doesn't exist. Exactly, and sparkling water is free and plentiful for all. <laughs> okay, nice. Would you like anything in the water, like any lemon, mint, cucumber? Yeah, I feel like I'll take I'll take some cucumber in there. Maybe yeah, cucumber and mint. Thank yeah. you. Now that nice. you mentioned that, I wasn't even thinking of that. So you've leveled up my my sparkling water. Very nice. Yeah. Yep. Okay. Cool. And, and I'm always curious with the one thing I enjoy about the show is where they are, like where like where they're eating the meal. Yeah. Like the setting of the meal. Yep. Okay. Um, <laughs> I will be. So we're in our global communist utopia. Um, I'll be in a giant giant. Uh, glass building under the northern lights. Very nice. nice. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, like that. Yeah. Is anyone there with you? Yeah, well, so for <laughs> listeners, Luddy and I are dating, so Luddy's going to be there with me I sharing that the meal. I that was a bit of a loaded um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Well, we have talked about this before, and Hayden said that, had has talked, talked about the Northern Lights setting and that I would be there. So. Yeah, so, so Letty would be the only one there and I wouldn't have to put up with anyone else bothering me, so it's just us. Just us and uh, I guess uh, the, the food magically appears in front of us. Very nice, yeah. very nice, yeah. 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 Papadums or bread, Hayden. Papadums or bread. <laughs> See, I feel like this is actually like the toughest course of the of, of the of the meal, not because anyone would ever choose papadums because that would just be silly, but just because bread is the greatest food of all time and there's so many iterations of bread and so i feel like i've actually changed this a few times thinking of it but what i'm going for now is i will go for roti chennai with a peanut sauce to mm. dip it in 
Yeah. Nice. Very nice. So, Do you want to explain what a roti chennai is? So roti chennai is uh, like Malaysian style roti. Um, so it's like a, like a flatbread that's like really like layered and flaky, like kind of like pan fried in like, and it's very like oily and just absolutely delicious. Then yeah, I'd have that with like a saute sauce. If I had to choose a particular saute sauce, I think uh, the saute my mom makes when she makes gado gado, which is a Indonesian like peanut salad kind of mm. dish. That's what I'd go for. Very nice. Yeah. Yum. Oh, me? What, 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 are we, what are we up to next? Okay. So- <laughs> <laughs> I'll, I'll let you do it. All right, okay. <laughs> you can be the genie. All right. All right. Um, so what's your, what's your starter then, Hayden? Okay, my starter, I actually had to like Google uh, around to try and find what this is actually called. So they're humsui gok, and I've probably butchered that pronunciation, but it's like a, a dumpling made from glutinous rice flour and deep fried with like a mushroom filling and i think you know if the non-vegan versions can have pork filling but i've never had those um i used to get these from a restaurant called bodhi in sydney which was like a vegan yumcha i think yeah i I know that in the park right yeah in the park yeah yeah. i've been there yeah it was amazing and it shut down like maybe two years ago not because it was like not doing good business i think the the people running it just didn't want to run it anymore um, which is absolutely devastating because as far as I know, it's like that was the only vegan yumcha in Australia. So I'm just going to give a quick shout out on the show. If anyone listening wants to open a vegan yumcha in Melbourne, please do. Um, I, I remember eating there and this was again in my early vegan days. So I don't know when it was, maybe like, I don't know, 2008 or 10 or something. And it was there then. And it seemed almost like too good to be true because I went with like one of my, I was with my mum and one of her friends and he knew that I was vegan and said, oh, there's this vegan yumcha, let's just eat there and like they'll just bring out like donuts with custard and all this i'm just like this is definitely like it seemed too definitely vegan right it seemed too good to be true like especially back then as well so, yeah, yeah it sounds amazing it's yeah. wild like my family had been eating there for as long as i can remember so mm. they they had been around for like at least i think like 30 years or so yeah. uh when they shut down and yeah just like the food was so good and these dumplings were my favorite ones so they're just like crispy on the outside like the dumpling like wrapper is like thick it's got that mochi kind of like chewy texture and then like the the mushroom filling is just really good and they're like a little bit sweet like chewy crunchy like fried just absolutely delicious nice yeah um yeah i i have not been able to find anywhere else that does vegan ones so you know uh that's that's why it's on my my dream menu yeah yeah all right so we'll move on to your main course now yeah, okay, so for the main, um, this is another shout-out to a, an item I, I can't get anymore. So I'm going to go for a, a Philly cheesesteak wrap, um, specifically the one that they used to make at Sweet Bones Cafe in Canberra, which is a vegan cafe in Canberra. So for those who don't know, uh, Philly cheesesteak is like strip steak, which is kind of like um, grilled with like cheese and like, like capsicums and onions and um in this case they made it from like satan and i don't know what they used for their vegan cheese but it was just like absolutely delicious um they had some like sauteed kale in there as well it was just like really really good mm-hmm. yeah their satan was well their satan still is i imagine top notch they just pulled that as a menu item i don't know why because it was the best thing they had that's so sad and we did uh have a go at recreating that one time um how did you think that one worked out 
Yeah, I think it's good. Like, I think it's hard to make Satan as good as Sweet Bones makes it. Right. Like, I thought it was pretty good, the one we made. So yeah, it, I would it like to good, know yeah. what the Sweet Bones one is like. Yeah, like, I, I don't know what they're doing with their Satan, but it's just like, I don't know, maybe it's the flesh of the devil himself. But, yeah. like, it, it, it is absolutely <laughs> delicious. So um, Nice. Yeah. Um, okay, and what would you like as your side dish? Okay, I'm going pretty boring for my side dish. Um, I picked it to complement the rest just because it's like a pretty heavy meal. I feel like lots of fried things, lots of heavy things. Um, so I'm going to go chips and guac just because, you know, can't go wrong with guac and it's pretty light. And, you know, I'm going to say an infinite amount of guac as well. So if I if I want to eat like an entire tub of guac, I can eat an entire tub of guac. Nice. Yeah. Uh, so corn chips? Corn chips, that's what, it. Um, what, do you have a brand in mind? Is there any kind of like, is there just salt on them, um, you know, vegan cheese powder or? Uh, let's just go lightly salted. I won't go a brand. We'll say yeah. this is artisanal tortillas made by a um, – Mexican abuela, yeah. and uh, <laughs> then sliced and fried, and then uh, kind of in a guac that's just avocado, salt, a bit of chili, and some onion. Yep. And L- some lime juice. Lime, yeah. lime juice, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah. You know, keep it nice and simple. Yeah, very nice. Yeah. And obviously the Mexican abuela has been flown into Scandinavia for the Northern Lights. Yeah. Um, <laughs> she's the one other person allowed in the in the venue while we're eating. <laughs> Um, all right. Very nice. Yeah. That sounds like it would, uh, the simple side dish would pair pretty well with the, um, the, ch- uh, chili, f- Philly cheesesteak. Philly cheesesteak. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, all right. And what about your dream drink? So I'll go, uh, this can be made by the Mexican abuelo as well, actually. I'm going to go with horchata as my drink. Um, which for those who don't know, it's kind of like a Mexican style rice milk with like, it's kind of like spiced with like cinnamon. Um, you can have it served warm or cold. Uh, I'd probably go for cold and it's just like, it's just like creamy, delicious, like really simple. Um, really good. Um, it very much frustrates me when I go to Mexican places and their horchata is not vegan because there's no reason that it needs dairy in it. But like about 50% of the time they're not vegan, which is just, yeah, really annoying. So go for a, a vegan horchata. Yep. And are you having that drink like throughout the meal or are you having it with dessert? No, no, no. All throughout the meal. Yep. Like, yeah, I'll have yep. one that's like not too sweet. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Okay. Yeah. With the, with the main. Okay. Yeah, nice. Yeah. All right. And then finally, what is your dessert? Okay. Dessert also took some toing and froing, but I'm just going for a monstrosity here. Um, so I'm going to go for waffles with banana fritters on them. Also a couple of scoops of macadamia ice cream in there. And then the entire thing drowned in a vegan butterscotch sauce. So I've kind of gone for like three desserts in one there. And uh, I feel like it's cheating, but I'm like, it's like a, it's like a waffle sundae. Um, Yeah. Yeah. I know me and me and Kate, my partner, Katie, when we travel, we're always keen. Like, so if you see three desserts on the menu and you know, it's the only time you're going to eat at this place, like three that you really want, like then we want to order them. And I remember we were there with my brother who didn't want to order dessert. And so they brought out three desserts, but he wanted to make clear that the third one wasn't for him, <laughs> both for us. But uh, yeah, I feel that because if it's like somewhere local, you're like, okay, there's three desserts. I'll get this one and then I'll try the other two at some point. But yeah, you can go a bit overboard on, on holidays, but yeah. It'll, it'll be okay in your dream restaurant. Yeah. I think this is pretty reasonable anyway, to order waffles with an ice cream and a sauce on it. 
That's and and yeah. banana fritters on it, yeah. Oh, yeah. banana fritters. But I feel like that all kind of goes. Sure. Like it, it right. is a bit like a Sunday. Yeah. You know? yeah. <laughs> okay, that's why. <laughs> yeah. No, I think that that all goes well together, pairs together. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. And I feel like like waffles are not like a common dessert you see on on menus for vegan places or even like for vegan brunches, and mm. they are absolutely delicious. So yeah, yeah. yeah. I think you said that you've never have you have you ever come across a vegan waffle in a restaurant that you think is like the perfect waffle or you still you're still searching for that? Um I mean I've definitely had good vegan ones like shout out to Sweetbones again they I don't know if they still do them but they used to do uh vegan waffles that were really tasty. Mm-hmm. Um I've definitely had good ones from other places as well. I think just the best waffles I've ever had weren't vegan but they were ones I had growing up at a place called the Centennial in Sydney. Um, which may just be, like, nostalgia goggles or taste buds um, telling me that it was better than it was. Yep. But, yeah, I mean, I think it's it, there's no reason why a vegan waffle can't be as good as or if not better than a non-vegan one. Mm-hmm. So we're going to read the menu back, but I haven't been writing it down, but should Hayden r- read his own menu back? <laughs> oh, <or>? yeah. Well, <laughs> I still – I had one question, oh, though. Ahead, I was ahead. just wondering – um, this macadamia ice cream, is that from a particular place or is that your favourite ice cream in general or just because of the things that are, it's going with that you've chosen macadamia? Yeah, I was just trying to decide what ice cream to go with and I feel like with banana fritters and like butterscotch sauce, I don't want an ice cream that's like kind of overpowering those flavours and I feel like macadamia is delicious, it's a nice subtle flavour. Um, I don't, I don't have a particular place where I think does like super good vegan macadamia. I don't know if I've ever had one actually. Um, but yeah, I just feel like it would be a good flavor pairing. Yeah. Yeah. I think it all sounds good. Um, all right. Would you like to recite your own menu back to us? (laughs) I can read back to you and then hopefully it comes out to me with no errors. Um, so I'm going for sparkling water with some cucumber and mint in it. Um, my, I'm going for a bread or papadums i'm going bread i'm going roti chennai with uh peanut sauce uh my starter is the um the dumplings the ham sweet gok the glutinous rice flour dumplings filled with mushrooms uh my main is a philly cheese steak from sweet bones with a side of guac and chips the guac made by the mexican abuela who's been flown in for the occasion and then i also have my drink horchata and then my dessert is waffles with Macadamia ice cream, banana fritters, and drowned in vegan butterscotch sauce. Amazing. So yeah. not, sounds... not a very meat and potatoes menu, I'd say. No. There, there's a bit of meat, no potatoes. But I'd <laughs> yeah. say that it's, uh, yeah, it's, uh, it's, not, it's not the first choice that has come to mind. It's uh, yeah. complex. I think now. it sounds yeah. pretty great, though. Would you, yeah. would you eat everything on that menu, Nick? Uh, I'm very fussy. Let me think. <laughs> I, I, I think I'd have to – some of that I would never know. I, I'd try it. Yeah. But I'm saying I, I'm not sure if I'd like it or not. Yeah. 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 <laughs> no, I think I, I definitely have – that whole menu, which is convenient because I'm going to be there with you. Yeah, because you have to. You have to. For my dream meal, you're being forced into this. <laughs> well, luckily, I'm going to enjoy it. <laughs> All right. Do you want to um, – maybe do you want to ask Lottie her dream menu then, Hayden? And I'll, I'll jump in if you're happy to Yeah, okay. It. Yeah, yeah. Um, okay, so still a sparkling. All right, so I'm going to have sparkling water. Um, also with some, so I'm going to have some lime wedges in there, some mint and some cucumber. I find all of that really refreshing. Um, and I, I think it's nice and fancy to have, 
um, sparkling water and those little extras in there. Um, I drink a lot of water, so if I had to choose for my whole life, still, still sparkling, I'd, I'd go still. I don't know if anyone would choose sparkling forever, but when it's like a, a fancy meal, I do like some sparkling water. Um, and I'd want it to just keep coming. I hate having to like, sometimes, um, you're at a restaurant or a cafe, you get a tiny jug of water. That's just enough for me to drink. And you need to keep like waving down the, the service staff to, to bring you more water. And I feel really awkward every single time. So I want there to just always be water on the table. And I want to, so I just want to push back the other way. I I hate it when they top up your glass too much when you're at a fancy really? place so it's your glass is like three quarters full and they'll come and top it because it's kind of like it's, it's only happened at like overly fancy fancy places where they kind of like take overly care like you know what i mean they right kind of give you too much service like which i don't blame them for it's just like the clientele that goes to those places okay but okay I, I don't like fancy restaurants but anyway yeah my menu, no i'm yeah. always i'm always <laughs> drinking water so yeah i want i want it to always be topped up that's actually funny, Nick, that you mentioned that, though. I was at a restaurant one time with my brother's friend, and it was the first time he'd been to a restaurant where they did that. <laughs> and he felt rude because they kept filling his glass. So he was like, oh, no, I have to drink it because they filled it. And yeah. so he was chugging water the entire <laughs> night. <laughs> um, and they just kept refilling it as fast as he was drinking it. And so he was just, like, going back and forth to the bathroom the entire meal. Like, lucky it wasn't tequila or something yeah. like that. <laughs> um, okay, so is, is yours being topped up constantly by waiters, or do you just have a big jug for I you? Think, I think I want, like, you know, big jugs on the table, maybe, yeah. like, multiple – two jugs at a time so that, like, when one's empty, the it can be replenished while the other one's still on the table. How about a tap on the table that just – yeah. Yeah. Yeah, okay. yeah, 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 that okay. works. Yeah. Yep. If it's cold. Yeah, which it yeah. can be. Should yeah, be cold. Yeah. Taps. yeah, yeah, yeah. Papa Dom's or bread, Luddy. Papa Dom's or bread. I am also going with roti chennai, which oh, is really? a food that you've introduced me to, Hayden. Um, but yeah, I just think it's it's delicious, um, and uh, yeah, it's just so nice, so flaky. I like it's like a good amount of oil. Um, and yeah, I just think it's great. Are you, are you having anything with the roti chennai? Are you just having it plain? I hadn't thought about it, but that peanut sauce sounds pretty good. So I, <laughs> okay. I think I'm going to go with that. Um, I might go with. I mean, I haven't tried your mum's peanut sauce yet. It, I'm sure it's amazing, but um, I am a little bit famous amongst my friends for making an amazing satay sauce, which they all call Lottie's special sauce. Um, so I think I might go with my own special sauce (laughs) with on the roti fair enough yeah okay so at the moment you're just copying my menu um i gave you the idea of the cucumber and mint so you did that's true okay but we'll see if you can go three for three so um what 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 starter would you like for your dream so my okay so my i have to admit the meal i don't think it doesn't pair the best in terms of like what kind of cuisine I'm going for um that was a bit of a something I had to grapple with because I do prefer the idea of a full meal being a bit more kind of logical in terms of the cuisine um but I thought since we're in the dream restaurant I wanted to go with parts of meals that you know really are my dream to have again or to to have so I am going for a starter of a spaghetti carbonara 
which I had, um, and I I searched down the restaurant that I that I had it from um, three years ago in Rome. Uh, the restaurant is called Origano Campo de Fiori, and it was a vegan spaghetti carbonara, and it was impeccable. It was just really creamy and delicious. Um, the little soy bacon bits, or maybe they were seitan, the mock bacon bits were just really, really nice, uh, and it was just delicious. And I know that a spaghetti dish could be a main, but in Italy, it pasta also is considered as a starter dish, so I've decided to, to have a whole bowl of spaghetti as so my starter. So if they're having the starter, they wouldn't then have a spaghetti for a main, I imagine, right? No, so. usually, usually um, like, you would have a pasta starter and yeah. then, like, a meat, like a... Okay. Like, or um, a lasagna or something, I guess, uh, maybe. No, 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 like a... Um, like a steak or okay. something yeah. like that. Yeah. So yeah. I'm not doing that, but um, yeah. Yeah. but it is um, it is uh, you know, a thing that as a pasta is a starter dish. So yeah. that's yeah. what I'm going with. Yeah. Very, yeah. Very very Italian. Yeah. Gasparini. Yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> so so um, <laughs> do do you have any inkling of of what the what the sauce was made from this uh, carbonara sauce? Because I know like I've I've made vegan carbonara i've see, seen lots of recipes which use like cashews some use cream mm. um do you know do you know what it used i'm not sure it was um i'm pretty sure it was quite a white cream um so or sauce so i would think they probably used cream of some sort um but I don't remember clearly enough and I don't know if I would have had an inkling at the time. It yeah, just yeah. felt very um, very authentically authentic. Although having said that, I guess technically the authentic carbonara doesn't have doesn't cream. Have cream. It yeah. has just eggs, but it so it tasted more creamy than than eggy. Okay. Yeah. 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 Um, and yeah, you did actually make me a vegan carbonara uh, on my birthday, which is really really nice um, and that had what was that like cashews and um, yeah so it's like blended cashews and soy milk and then just a, a bunch of seasonings in there yeah and that so that wasn't even cream based so no. that was like really delicious given that it it wasn't just like fully <laughs> cream um so that it had a bit more of like an eggy taste i guess yeah it um quite eggy. but yeah this i do i do quite like the the creamy pasta so yeah, yeah. okay yeah we better just pause Lottie's menu there to have a, a track and then we'll continue Lottie's menu after this. So um, not a song. As I mentioned, we're going to play some stand-up comedy. This is from James Acaster, one of the hosts and um, I'd say one of my favourite comedians. Well, Lottie told me about him, so I imagine one of your favourite comedians. And yep. Hayden as well. Have you, you like oh, yeah, stand-up I love as well? James yeah, yeah, Acaster, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, so, yeah, this is um, from his special Cold Lasagna Hate Myself, which is one of my favourite comedy specials ever, I have to say. Um, and, yeah, it's I thought it was quite relevant, particularly following on from Sally's show because it's all about, yeah, challenging transphobia within stand-up comedy. Um, I do have to mention there is some swearing um, because he's cool now. <laughs> Just because I swear now and I'm cool. That doesn't mean that you've accidentally bought tickets to see an edgy comedian. And I understand your concern. Most edgy comics look like me, race and gender-wise. 
They say whatever they like. Edgy comedians, no one tells them what they can and can't say. They walk straight on stage, top of their specials sometimes, do ten solid minutes just slagging off transgender people. Just straight out the gate, just making fun of transgender people. If people on the internet get upset about it, the comedian's always like, bad luck! That's my job. I'm a stand-up comedian. I'm meant to challenge people. If you don't like being challenged, don't watch my shows. What's the matter, guys? To challenge it for you? That's my job. I'm a stand-up comedian. I'm meant to challenge people. If you don't like being challenged, don't watch my shows. What's the matter, guys? To challenge it for you? That's my job. I'm a stand-up comedian. I'm meant to challenge people. If you don't like being challenged, don't watch my shows. What's the matter, guys? To challenge it for you? Oh, yeah, because you know he's been long overdue a challenge. The trans community. <laughs> oh, they've had their guard down for too long, if you ask me. <laughs> They'll all be checking their privilege on the way home now, thanks to you, you brave little cis boy. <laughs> I used to name one of the comedians that, that was about in that routine, but it always got really awkward in the room. So apparently, it's 2019, most people still more than happy to laugh at transgender people. Not as comfortable laughing at Ricky Gervais yet, I've discovered. <laughs> That's the line. Night after night. Fuck off! Leave Ricky alone! Oh, this is classic liberal bullshit! Oh, what? I can't make fun of transgender people anymore, but it's fine for you to gang up on Ricky Gervais, is it? I thought liberals are meant to treat everyone the same. Nope. Uh, no, actually. No need to treat everyone the same. We haven't got equality yet. Can't go around treating everyone the same before you've got equality. What, you go past the school, see a bully, punch another kid in the face, you get out of your car, go up to the bully. You make me sick, and just for balance, you're a piece of shit as well. <laughs> that was even-handed. I'm a good person. I treat everyone the same. Dunbar Law's legendary trivia night returns yet again to light up the social calendars of the best and brightest minds in Melbourne. Come down to Richmond Town Hall on Friday the 15th of September to raise much-needed funds for the incredible 3CR. The night starts at 6.30pm and will feature awesome trivia capped off with a giant game of limbo and dancing. Get your tickets now, available on Humanitix on the 3CR website. It's real, it's authentic, and it hugs you, and it loves you for you. And that's what I think 3CR is. It's your best friend that doesn't care what you look like, how you sound, how you dress, how you move. It's going to accept you and love you as you are. Welcome back to Freedom of Species on 3CR Radical Radio. On the show today, we're talking about our dream vegan menus. And before, yeah, we, we just heard a uh, some stand-up comedy from James Acaster, um, that is from the special cold lasagna, Hate Myself, which I highly recommend. Um, and also, if you put into YouTube, James A. Caster, Brave Little Sis Boy, you'll, you'll get that as well on YouTube. Um, but yeah, for more on transgender issues and challenging transphobia, etc., make sure you check out Sally's show, um, Out of the Pan, um, yeah, from 12 to 1 here every Sunday. All right, back to Lottie's menu. Okay, so we've just had your starter. So how about you give us your main course and your side together? Because I imagine they're going to pair well together. (laughs) Maybe. All right, well, first of all, for my main, I wanted to give an honorable munchin. Honorable munchin. Honorable munchin, as they call it on the the off-menu podcast. I would. Oh, sorry, that wasn't a, that was a thing they actually said. Yeah, that That wasn't a mistake. mistake. (laughs) Honorable munchin, yeah. Oh, okay. So... 
my I think my favorite meal ever um, is satay noodles with mock duck and various stir fried vegetables. But I make this all the time. Well, more often with like tofu or tempeh, but um, I've recently started getting seitan duck from the supermarket. So I would say that's my favorite meal, but because I feel like I make it pretty well and have it pretty often, I decided to go for something else for my dream menu. My dream main dish is something um, that I unfortunately can't get anymore. It's chicken rice from Origin Tales, and Origin Tales was a fully vegan restaurant uh, that sadly closed down last year, like so many vegan restaurants in Melbourne and I'm sure elsewhere have been doing just um, at the drop of a hat. Just we, Hayden and I, consider going to a restaurant, we Google it and it's closed like the week before, <laughs> basically. Yeah, it happening. Happened various times, happened with Don Taco, happened with Sable and Origin Tales as well. And, um, and which is why definitely me and my partner Katie now we make a real effort to, I mean, we, we do it anyway and it's our, in our interest to do that, but just make a particular interest to try and support the fully vegan yeah. places as much as we can. Yeah, yeah. I yeah. agree. Yeah. yeah. Um, and so my side dish is a seafood luxa from Paradise Escape, which I just ate for the first time last night. Ooh. And so luxa was already going to be on my dream menu. I've previously had it from Vegan Quarter, um, which I don't know what they are, but they only exist on Uber Eats. I don't think they're, they're vegan. They're one of the, the fake vegan places oh, on Uber Eats. Oh, exactly. It has a vegan menu, yeah. 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 It's a non-vegan yeah. restaurant, which which acts as if they're vegan on Uber Eats. Yeah. And, yeah. yeah. So um, I have I had laksa from them and really like it, but um, I do particularly like the, um, the seafood laksa that I got from Paradise Escape, which is a fully vegan menu. Uh, restaurant in um in Brunswick um they had um like mock prawn and calamari which was really really nice yeah nice I like that with your uh starter main inside you've essentially gone for three mains you've just like, yeah <laughs> which, which one actually was it though? Which, which was your main or, the, or the main was my chicken, chicken rice, rice. The chicken so, okay, rice these yeah. were honorable mentions so, no 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 my laksa is my side yeah Oh, the lox is aside, the yeah. main's the chicken rice, and yeah. then the starters of yeah. spaghetti carbonara. But last and- night when I went, when I ordered from Paradise Escape, I got a laksa and I also got a um, uh, some extra calamari, which was yeah. another main. So I can't. Okay. It's doable for it's me. It's doable. Yeah. <laughs> okay. And, and Paradise Escape, that's a, a another vegan restaurant that's in Brunswick that has not closed yet. Yes, exactly. Yeah. So that's why. Thought, yeah. thought I, I should order from there. I was going to ask with the satay, is that the one you brought over to our place one time? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, that's right. And my partner Katie said, I think that our dog may have farted. Oh, yeah. It was pungent as it was as it was being warmed up. And then because she, she tends to put her foot in it and then she was like, and then you're like, oh, no, I think it's my food actually. And then she was like, tried to dig away out of it. She was like, oh, no, I think it smells good. <laughs> I just what? thought there was a chance my dog had farted. To be fair, Mumu eats peanut butter biscuits every single day, so I'm sure Mumu's farts smell like peanut. Yeah, yeah. Um, that's, that's fair, yeah. Um, yeah, so do you want it as well? So there's there's two types of chicken rice. There's, like, um, the one with the boiled chicken with the rice with all the sauces, and there's the roast one. So do you want to talk about which one is your, your ideal one? What was the one from Origin Tales? So that, that's the roast one. So it's not yeah. the, it's not the boil. It's like a, a, a roast mock chicken um, that's been seasoned with kind of like a, 
a, a soy based sauce, I think. Yeah. And then and then served on the bed of rice with um some veggies on the side. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. I don't know if I need veggies on the side. Yeah. Because no, I'm having No, because you've got a laksa side dish. Yeah. 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 You want to keep vegetables out of your vegan dream well, menu. There's laksa in the. There's vegetables in the laksa. Yeah. Yeah. And have we spoken about the setting yet? Like, do you want muumu farting and setting it up <laughs> for your meal or anything like no, that? No, we haven't talked about the setting <laughs> no. yet. So I was thinking, um, where do I, you know, there are some places I've traveled that would potentially be a dream setting. But then I thought, well, really, maybe my dream setting would be somewhere I would like to travel, but there are things stopping me. And we've already established for Hayden, and it would be the same for me, that obviously if it was the dream, it would be a, a communist utopia. But I also have thought in the past that one place I'd really like to travel to is Palestine, but I'm not going to travel there while it's under Israeli occupation. So my dream meal will be consumed in liberated Palestine. Nice. Amazing. <laughs> uh, yeah. Cool. Will anyone be with you? Yeah, Hayden will be with me. <laughs> we, we get two dream meals, so this is pretty nice. Um, well, the thing is also, so usually when Hayden and I eat out, what I really enjoy is us both being able to eat, order something different and share. Um, so I guess technically if it was our, if it was my dream meal, there would be two of everything on top of what I've already ordered, but I think I'll just leave it to, to what I've ordered um, and Hayden and I are sharing everything and whose dream menu wins out because hayden's dream menu you eating the same thing as him so but then you're ordering well these are two separate occasions separate occasions i don't think the light's going to be showing in palestine (laughs) um, although you know yeah who knows no i'm very happy for these to be two separate occasions we're consistent within the universe yeah Yeah. exactly (laughs) this is all doable stuff yeah Yeah. Okay, and uh, what tasty beverage would you like while you're uh, having this meal? So I think um, throughout the savouries so far, I'm happy with just the sparkling water. Okay. And then my dream drink I'm going to have with dessert, it's going to be a decaf virgin espresso martini. Okay. So I really love espresso martinis. Um, I can't have caffeine anymore, so it's going to be decaf. Um, And I also... Well, I'm currently not drinking and I'm pretty sure I'm not going to go back to being a heavy drinker. So I think, um, yeah, even for my for my dream drink, it would just be a, a virgin drink. Um, and, yeah, I think cool. it's going to be great. And what, what dessert are you pairing that with? My dessert um, is going to be a chocolate croissant. A chocolate croissant? Yes, which I've been on the hunt for in my life for a long time. Um, I don't know if – so Smith & Deli, they do mm. really good croissants, but I've never seen a chocolate croissant. I don't know if I've just never been there early La enough. Don't La Panella? I have, haven't actually been to La Panella. Do uh, they do croissants? Yeah, oh. yeah. I think they do chocolate croissants. Okay. Yeah, in Preston, yeah. All right. Yeah. I should check it out. Mm. Um, and I wanted to say that my honourable munchen is a tiramisu. So when I was at that restaurant in Rome, I got a vegan tiramisu, which was amazing, um, and um, – yeah, I love tiramisu and I love, like, the creaminess. But Hayden also made me a tiramisu on my birthday and I think that that uh, was, you know, at the same level as any other good tiramisu that I've had. So now it's within my reach to have that tiramisu, to have a great vegan tiramisu in my day-to-day life. So I decided that um, seeing as a great chocolate croissant is still elusive to me, I'll, I've put that on my dream menu. 
Yeah, and I feel like uh, tiramisu is very easy to make a vegan version of. It doesn't take long, whereas like a mm-hmm. croissant is a yeah. pretty difficult Ooh, yeah. thing to make. Definitely. Yeah. 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 So do you, do you want anything with that croissant? Or are you just getting a croissant on a plate after you're eating your three mains in a row? I think I'll just have it by itself. Okay, cool. Serve, served warm? Uh, yes, served warm. Okay. Yep. Yep. Should we read back the menu? Yes. Yeah. Do you want to read it back? So, so I've been writing it down, but I probably won't get it right. Oh, uh, yeah. I mean, I'll read you it out. Ahead. You can correct me. So yep. you're eating this in Liberated Palestine. You've got sparkling with Hayden. With Hayden. Yeah. Um, spark- Nick's not invited. <laughs> <laughs> I don't mind if anyone else is there. Specifically, no Nick, please. Um, sparkling water with mint and, mint and cucumber. Uh, and lime. And lime, yep. Um, roti Chennai with Hayden's mum's peanut sauce. No, my own sauce. With, with Lottie's oh, special okay. sauce. Lottie's <laughs> special sauce, sorry, that's right. <laughs> Spaghetti carbonara for your side. Yep. Um, chicken rice from Origin Tales as your main. Yep. Laksa as your side. Yep. Um, and then you had something virgin and decaf and something. An espresso martini. So decaffeinated, yep. no alcohol espresso martini. Yep. And then finish it up with a chocolate croissant. Yes. Yes. Sounds amazing. Yeah. All right. And we're, we are about out of time today, actually. So, um, yeah, perhaps I'll give my menu uh, another show or another platform. We'll see how we go. But, um yeah, thanks a lot for coming today and joining me for the show. It's been a fun show. Yeah, no Just worries. I had a lot of different. fun. Yeah. yeah, me too. Thanks, Nick. Um, and yeah, really enjoy Off Menu Podcast. If you search Off Menu or Off Menu with Ed Gamble and James Acaster, you can, um, on your favorite podcast app, you can check it out. Um, yeah, a couple of episodes I particularly recommend from a vegan perspective. I just finished listening to episode 112 with Simon Amsel. So yeah, that was yeah, that one was really good. Yeah, I enjoyed yeah. that. Yeah, I like Simon Amsel. So that's a yeah, that is also a fully vegan menu, which I, I didn't know there was any vegan shows um, until recently. Um, also, one I haven't heard yet, but I'm aware of this comedian is um, Ramesh Ranganathan. Um, that's episode 65. And that's another vegan comedian they have on the show as well. So yeah. um, and Lou Sanders <laughs> as well is vegan. Cool. So there's some, there. some yep. vegan shows that our listeners might want to um, particularly check out. But, um, yeah, any um, feedback or anything like that, freedomofspecies at gmail.com. Um, and, yeah, well, what's the, the closing song is Lions by Rose Betts. Any, um, any comments on the song, Lottie? Just that this is a song about, um, I guess, being, being strong, um, like like lions so just tie it in with the animal theme all right and stay tuned for rotation which is being hosted by us we're going to do a show on genre fluid music so if you're listening live stay tuned for more of us with some music how can a child endure such pain what is this call that runs through Just like you, it shines to a spark of flame Just like us, we stand up, we face the day And we're gonna kill the fear and fill the silence Cause we are, we are, we are, we are, we are the lions So meet us right here with the road drowns out the sirens Cause we are You and
3CR podcast produced in the studios of independent community radio station 3CR in Melbourne, Australia. For more information, go to allthews.3cr.org.au.